So there's this video that's going around of, you know, this white supremacist female. And you remember I, I stated in many times before in videos that they pass down the hatred of black people like an inheritance. Okay. Because no one is born hating anyone. That is something that's taught. And in this video clip that we're going to listen to here, um, on the podcast, this woman is literally, literally going to say exactly what I've been saying like for a while in my content. Well, let's go ahead and play this short clip so you can hear her say it. And on the thumbnail of the podcast, that's the actual woman that's going to be talking. Let's roll this short clip. They say, well, who was she talking to? It was someone that I know personally uh, that was actually at that particular protest and I actually interviewed her uh, on our channel. She was talking about how she grew up in the KKK town. Uh, she's a, a white lady. And she told me this. Um, she said that, that the protest they was at, they said they were screaming race traitors at us. So, of course, any white person that say, hey, racism, white supremacy is wrong. Uh, we need to fight for what's right. Of course, people like that woman will say you're a race traitor. Um, say they was cussing them out. They say uh, they were uh, at Dixie Outfitters. is ran by Nathan Robb. He's the son of the leader of the KKK um, that she grew up next to. It said Branton's an hour from my home over the state line. It say his other son still lives in Arkansas and is one of the top attorneys. So it lets you know how deep they're going, right, all the way into law enforcement. Now, Andrea was saying that her, you know, children were there too, as long as other, along with other protesters, uh, fighting, you know, for, uh, the rights, you know, black people and showing racism and white supremacy is wrong. And like I said to anywhere before, I'm not against nobody. If you have love for me, if you treat me right, I treat you right. If you hate me, I hate you too. That's how I've always been. Um, I'm against racism. I'm against white supremacy. I'm against pedophiles, murderers. No matter what you are, if you're evil. I'm against you hundred percent. And if you have a person that is a true ally, I just what I say, cause to me, allies is not something that you are just saying in word. You got to put in the work, right? You got to put in the work and, and, and the work will be seen as this or do your people hate you a lot? Because let me tell you something, any white person that take a stand against racism, white supremacy, they're going to be hated in their own community. Um, I'm cool with that. Even Malcolm X is cool with an ally. He just said that you can't be at the front of it. He said, but Hey, you want to be an ally? Cool. No problem. I don't take issues with that. Now I don't say that that's what I, the focus needs to be. The focus needs to be ending white supremacy, not focused on who will get us along and, and, and team up. Right now, everybody's different on that. But, but you know, my thing is I, I think strategically, um, I think, Hey, everyone isn't your enemy and everybody ain't your friend. And that, and that even goes in the black community and everyone, not our friend in the black community and everybody's not our enemy. So that's kind of how I look at it. But let's, let's talk about the inheritance of hate here. You see that woman, and, and she said it was so much vitriol is that I'm going to teach my grandchildren. Listen to that. What that woman said, 
I'm going to teach my grandchildren to hate you. And see, this is why you have Dylan Roof. This is why you have a Richard Spencer. This is why you have a David Duke. Because the mother is the first teacher of the child, grandmother, whoever. They are the first teachers. And you have to understand that the first teacher of that child, we're talking about the Dylan Roof, could have been his mother, could have been his grandmother, could have been his aunt or anyone else that have taught him those things about black people. They want to make sure if they don't leave nothing to their children. And if you look at this particular woman, she looked like she ain't got nothing going on. She like she broke seriously. And the only thing they have is racism to, to make them feel good about themselves because they look into their own personal life. They broke, they don't have nothing. They in a system that's built for them, literally give them all the advantages and they still broke. You understand that must make you feel sorry. That's why I tell people the, the best, come back at a racist is to tell them you are a waste of white. Now when you say you are a waste of white is because how is it you grow up in a system that's built for you, give you all the opportunities just cause you white and you still don't make it. Then you look at a black person like yourself who could be listening as black or myself. We work hard. We, we grew up in a system that's built completely against us every step of the way. And we still make some of ourselves. That's why they get more mad at us when we're more successful. You have to understand something. In history, you know who will lynch more? Black successful men. Not poor black men, black successful men. Because just those black men being successful in a system that's totally against them, they'll say, oh, well, this Negro think he uppity. We're going to go show him. Because they are so jealous at the success of a black man. More the black man than the black woman, but definitely the black man. I'm not saying black women don't get jealousy for being successful, but understand black men are the target. Always have been the target, always will be the target. More so than anywhere else, okay? So you successful people like that woman in that video couldn't stand to see a black man look at, him like this, look at her like a piece of trash. Look at her like she just broke and got nothing going on, right? So she holds on to that. That's all she has to give her next generation. What is she going to give her next generation? Meth? Lice? What is she going to give them? But one thing she's going to give them is the hatred for you and the hatred of me because that is the legacy of her people is to have hatred for you and hatred for me. Now, am I saying all of them? No. Because like I mentioned earlier, um, Andrea, she don't hate black people like that. But unfortunately, and even Jane Elliott say this, the white folks who don't hate nobody is the minority. They just call it what it is. And the majority have a hate or they have definitely a lot of bias against black folk. So we have to understand that harsh reality. And a lot of black people don't want to accept that reality. They don't want to accept it. They, they're holding on to hope. They, this is what most black people in America want. If they would just have, let me say the minority of white people become the majority and just treat them good. Oh man, black folks would love it. You can get black folks to, to want to do anything uh, related to the black community. They want to be the most militant integrationalist of, it, of all. Trust me, it, that, that's all they want. And trust me, if Hillary Clinton would have got in office, that would have happened. That would have happened because black people, that black people had been put in a deep coma with Hillary Clinton. At least during the presidency of Donald J. Trump, at least they are coming out from underneath their rocks and let you know how they feel. And these people have always been around and that is good. But see how they, they are so invested into teaching hate toward you and me. 
Like it, it, it see some of you who they want to hunker down in, in this system. And I got another podcast coming um, about some of y'all too. Y'all gonna get pissed off because it, it's time to have this conversation to piss you off. But how, how do you want to hunker down in a system where they're already poisoning the next generation against your kids? Think about that. We as black people are not t- teaching our children to hate white kids for what hate them for what? But the fact is they are sitting there right now. I got a five year old little girl. They're teaching their five year olds to hate my five year old to, to grow up saying uh, the, the N word toward my five year old or toward your five or six year old. Think about that. They are teaching them to hate right now. She isn't the only one that say, I'm going to teach my grandkids to hate you people. And they teach their grandkids to hate other white people who take a stand. They call them inward lovers. They call them traitors. They call them all that because to them, your legacy has to be hating black people. Let me tell you something. If you take away racism, you take away white supremacy, they have no identity. Do you understand? That is the only identity that they have is hate. And it is sick. It is evil and it's demonic. And how I feel I'm always trying to socially distance from anybody that's evil and anybody who have a legacy like that. I will socially distance. And the greatest socially distancing that I could feel is the continent of Africa, period. That's the best social distancing ever. And that's why I'm, you know, I've been mentioning this a lot. That's why I've been so pissed off about how Trump handled this COVID-19 because all of us are getting swept up underneath that mess. I'm talking about as black folks. Because I'm talking to people in different African countries and their governments got the United States and the UK um, on a ban list. Like they can't come in. Other countries can start coming in within the next month or two, but we can't come in at all because how Trump failed with coronavirus. Because we live in a land full of people like that woman in that video that can't follow no freaking rules. And then you then the, the, what makes me even more upset, you still have black folk want to follow everything they do. My God, it's like, do you have a common sense for yourself sometime? Like, do you, do you have to follow everything these people do? Seriously, you will follow these people to the pits of hell. I, I believe this is why I said this many times before, two thirds of us not going to make it. When we talk about this coronavirus situation and I mentioned about, Hey man, you know, we need to start wearing our masks and do this and then the third. And, and because you don't even know, understand the science behind why they say it or the CDC say, listen, do you understand the science of why you, they talk about the mass situation? Do you understand? No, just because you see what they do. Oh, now you got to follow it. That's why I say I, a lot of us here in America, I mean, I just sit in frustration. I sit in so much frustration just watching how you literally repeat everything. These people say you literally want to do everything they do. Literally. I'm like, you see these people aren't the, the smartest, you know, people in the room. They're not. Seriously, they're not, and you're still following them. You know, I, I say the one of the best things ever was the lockdown. It was the best thing ever. Do you realize during that time of the lockdown, our black children wasn't around? Uh, they were socially distanced away from racism. Our black children every week was being harassed in the schools. You know, race soldiers uh, beating our children in schools. You know what I'm saying? They have, they couldn't pull us over. They couldn't bother us. They couldn't do this or that for two good months. Black folks actually got a break from racism, believe it or not. Yes, you was in your house, but you got a break from it. And actually a lot of black people de-stressed in those two months 
But cabin fever got a hold to black folks, and now you want to get out there. And the moment you got out there, them folks will start going crazy. The Karens start coming out crazy. You saw the police in New York just going crazy, just abusing black people. Like, man, we couldn't do this for two months. And we, we oh, my God, we, we happened to come out and abuse black people. You understand? So this, this, was, this was what's going on. So we are living around a group of people that teach their children to hate. Understand? They teach that. One of the first words their kids learn is the N-word. They teach them that. Listen, I have talked to so many white people in my time period, male and female, that have told me that, hey, in, in our households, a lot of us are taught racism. Like, you can't deny that when white people are telling you that to your face. You can't deny that. Listen, this one guy, white guy, I'll never forget, man. He sat down with me one time and had a conversation with me about, about his own people. And he said, you know what, Philip? He said, I'm beyond with you, man. He said, us as white people, he said, we, we don't really, we shouldn't even be in charge of anything. He said, we don't have no room to talk about anybody. He said, I don't see how anybody listens to us for just for the, the, the things we've done and even the hatred we have for people. He said, I, I don't even see how we any kind of moral authority. And, and he told me out of his own mouth, he said, Philip, listen, I'm a white man. I'm telling you, the majority of white people are racist. I'm telling you as a white man this. And, and he, he would break it down. He said, how would they teach it in the household? How, how, you know, even when you have little friends that are black, they poison, you know, the, the, that friendship. They do everything they can to keep uh, them away from us. It's not us doing it. It's them. I've had too many white people tell me the same thing. You get what I'm saying? Like I say, it's, it's, it's all kind of ways. It's like even just dangerous for black people to be in this country because of the inheritance of hate. We have all the health problems we have because these people don't know what they're doing with food. You get what I'm saying? Which in turn makes us sick. It's amazing how when we go to the continent, we just start losing weight. Our melanin starts uh, glowing. I mean, easily. I mean, every time I go to the continent, I get a shade darker. You know, I, I start just dropping pounds and not even trying because it's food so much better. You get what I'm saying? I mean, we have to start thinking about this. We we live around people like like that 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 want to embrace hate. I mean, look at the statues that they're fighting about. Okay, the statues that they're fighting about are to murderers, are to rapists, are to pedophiles, serial killers, enslavers. You get what I'm saying? These are the 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 statues that these people erect. Do you look at like even on the money? That, that you have this cash money. You have pictures of murderers, enslavers, pedophiles on your money. I mean, think about this. Andrew Jackson, murderer. George Washington, owned slaves. You get what I'm saying? His wife owned more, had got more slaves than actually George Washington. Uh, it's a, you know what I'm saying? I mean, like so Abraham Lincoln. You know, he did the Emancipation Proclamation, so I can't say nothing much about Abraham Lincoln, at least on that. But the, the rest of them, I mean, come on, they, 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 who, they, who they revere. They revere, you know, like savages. And they're mad about these statues even coming down. They have shrines to hate. They have shrines to murderers. They, you know they're so silly that they walk around with a Confederate flag. The biggest L in at least United States history was the Confederates. They lost, and they still run around with a loser's flag. Then they try to run game on some of you Negroes. Well, I said some of you because you, you listen to everything they say. 
well, they say it's heritage and not hate. I'm like, okay, if they're breathing, you're lying. You haven't figured it out yet. Have you figured it out yet? You get what I'm saying? I, I wish you treat them like you treat black people. That whole Confederate flag situation is nothing but hate. Yeah. Your heritage is hate. You're right. Your heritage is hate. That's your whole heritage. You have nothing. Listen, even the white people in history, they did good things. They don't want to honor those white people. They let you know something is wrong because the white people actually fought for the right things. They don't want to talk about them. They don't put no statues up of, of, of them. You would think, Hey, let's put the statue up of this white person because they did good. They don't want to do it because their heritage is hate. Their heritage is murder. Their heritage is pedophilia. The heritage is, you know, rape that's a with LGBTQ because yes, a lot of the slave masters were LGBT. And you know, talking about bug breaking, that was LGBT slave owners raping men in front of the slaves, the strongest slave raping them LGBTQ. See these same people that run around here talking about they, they LGBTQ rights and all of that. Let's talk about LGBTQ and slavery. Let's talk about that. Or the pedophilia you were doing. See, they have free reign to do all kinds of sick and evil things during slavery. But see, they don't want to bring that up. Let's talk about that, that part of LGBTQ history. Let's bring that up. And at the same time, they hated black folk. The, her the heritage is hate. And they pass that hate down as an inheritance. Y'all better wake up to that. I haven't seen no other group of people that have that much vitriol and hate for any group of people like, like what you heard in this piece. This is why for me, like I said, I, I told y'all I'm not, like I said, my, my time of talking, on certain subjects is, is, is coming to an end. I know that. Let me repeat this. At one point in time for two years straight, at one point in time I was telling you guys, get your passports. Hey, we need to get our passports. Have your way out, get your passports. Then I stopped doing that because I felt the time was, was short. Then I start saying, have an Africa plan, have an Africa plan. You, know, you need to have an Africa plan, have one. Do you hear me saying that all the time anymore? Do you hear me actually teaching it? And once in a while I do bring it up that we should have, uh, just start making plans on the continent. But then my, my time of even saying that is growing short. Now, mind you, I'm doing what I got to do and I won't tell no, nobody what I'm doing exactly. Why? So you can go run back and tell massa that that's what you like to do anyway. Some of you black people do something massa. He trying to get free. He trying to do this. Well, so they come sabotage what I'm trying to do. That's why I ain't telling you nothing. I do how I move and how I've always moved. You'll see it the moment I post it on Instagram or I'm, I'll make a video. You'll see it, but I'm never going to tell you how I'm moving or what I'm doing or whatever. I will never do that. No, 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 no. You never let your left hand know what your right hand doing. And for surely you don't let some black folks know what you're doing because they'll go sabotage you all day to master. Cause some of us are just, just, <laughs> We, 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 we just, just, just love them folks. You know, you want to talk about some Africans that they'd be on there, but no, you got some black Americans on that too. It ain't just them. But the thing is you just need to understand what we're dealing with. This this inheritance of hate that's given to them. 
And that's not our job to fix that. It's not our job to understand it. It's our job to, to accept it and say, hey, listen, this is what I'm possibly going to deal with. It's definitely living in the United States of America. Now, it's your choice. You always have a choice. If you want to endure that for the rest of your days, you can. No one is going to remove you from where you're at. Nobody physically can. But if you are a person that say, I'm not going to endure all my life, I'm not going to sacrifice another generation of my family to this crap, then that group of people are the ones that's saving their money. That's the group of people that's constantly going back and forth to the continent, uh, figuring out what businesses they can open. They, they already doing what they got to do. So, so I'm not even, not even worried about those black people. They already made that way. And listen, a lot of black people, and, and I even got this information today too. A lot of calls have been made more so now than ever to go to the continent and start seeing it. I got that information today because people saw that with coronavirus, this country is not what they say it is. See, the illusion was pulled off off. You get what I'm saying? And a lot of black folks used to believe the illusion of these people. 60 days show you them people ain't by crap <laughs> and we on our own. So you know what? I really, if I'm on my own, I really take my chances in a place I could build because my ancestors were builders. My ancestors, I don't, I'm not going to just live off of what my ancestors built and don't build nothing because that's a podcast. I, I, I'm, I'm going to cover <laughs> too, uh, as well, because some of y'all want to hide behind what our ancestors built. So you don't have to go build anything. And, and that's, that's wrong. And I, I, I'm gonna talk about that, but understand that woman and many others are teaching right now as we speak, their children to hate me and you, you better get it. Understand, 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 get some understanding. Trust me on that. Thank you for listening to the Philo Scott audio experience. I hope you learn something from our program. Make sure if it's your first time here, go and check out all the episodes that we have. Start binge listening. That way you can get acclimated to everything that we're talking about. If you like our show and we would greatly appreciate you liking the show, support us monthly. You can do it as little as a dollar or more support of the show helps us to keep going, helps us to change, upgrade, buy equipment. You know, eventually we're going to start bringing guests in and we want to make sure we put on a great show for you guys. So support is definitely something that we greatly appreciate. We definitely appreciate all our supporters that we have now. We love you. We cherish you. Thank you for everything that you're doing. See you next time.